Welcome to the More Attention, Less Deficit podcast. This episode is We See Others Through Our Own Lens. We understand others' actions based on what we ourselves do. This makes it easy to misinterpret ADHD behaviors because they look intentional to someone who doesn't have ADHD. The book, More Attention, Less Deficit, Success Strategies for Adults with ADHD, is available at addwarehouse.com and pretty much everywhere else, including on the Kindle. But if you enter coupon code 19380, my zip code, at addwarehouse.com, you'll save 25%. I'm psychologist Dr. R.A. Tuckman, author of More Attention, Less Deficit, and Integrative Treatment for Adult ADHD, a practical, easy-to-use guide for clinicians. For more information about either book, archives of this podcast, links to past presentations, handouts, and information about upcoming teleclasses and presentations, check out adultadhdbook.com. At the end of last week's episode, I said that I would do something on relationships, since I somehow hadn't really covered this topic before at all, which I sort of did, but um, I'm kicking it off here with this episode, and then we're going to have at least another one or two after this one, so uh, hopefully you find it helpful. It's a fact of human nature that we try to understand other people's actions by applying our own standards onto the situation and assuming that everyone else has the same motives that we do. For example, if someone without ADHD forgot to do something, it may be because she didn't really care that much about it. You know, if something is important, I remember it, that sort of a thing. Therefore, if someone else, perhaps with ADHD, does forget to do something, the first person will assume that it must be because a task just wasn't that important to her. After all, if it was important to her, she would have made a point of remembering. This makes sense, you know, in a way, especially since this other person seems to remember some things pretty well, at least some of the time, so therefore, it must be intentional when she doesn't remember. This inconsistency looks like it's based more in intentions than in ability since people assume that if someone can do something sometimes, then they should be able to do it all the time, if only they want to. What they don't understand, in the case of someone with ADHD, is that folks with ADHD are weak at the skill of consistency, not at the desire to be consistent. Since we can't see inside other people's heads, we have to make the best guesses we can based on what we see. So we infer intentions based on actions. This leaves a lot of room for error, especially when we don't know someone well and don't have enough experience with him to inform our interpretations of his actions. So it's easy to misinterpret intentions and make often unflattering character judgments. Undiagnosed and untreated ADHD very much lends itself to this kind of misinterpretation. So rather than seeing it as a neurologically based information processing problem, it's labeled as a problem of motivation, attitude, or character, none of which is anything to feel proud of. Besides the effects that it has on the person's self-esteem and the other person's resentment, it ultimately hurts them both because the strategies that are used to fix bad motivation, poor attitude, and bad character just don't help someone with ADHD perform better. It just helps them feel more resentful. The person feels resentful for being judged and hammered, and the person without ADHD feels resentful for being ignored or having to do too much. 
So nobody is winning that one. It's important to understand how easily this kind of misinterpretation can occur, because it probably explains a lot of the reactions that you've gotten from other people in your life. It isn't that these other people were intentionally trying to make you feel bad, any more than you were intentionally trying to make them feel bad. They just didn't know what to make of your behavior and how to improve things, so they took their best guess at it. They weren't trying to be critical, make up arbitrary rules, or be controlling. They're just trying to get things to work out better based on how they operate and what has tended to work in the past in other situations and with other people. Your behavior or the situation made them feel out of control, so they tried to do what they could to feel less anxious. Feeling out of control, frustrated, powerless, or stressed out tends to bring out the worst in everyone. Everyone has their particular sensitivities of what makes them feel this way. What tweaks you is probably different than what tweaks your romantic partner, for example. So you may... Um, feel awful when you feel trapped in a boring activity, and that may bring out your worst, whereas for your romantic partner, it may be a messy house that brings out her worst. We all also have our you know, particular ways of responding to these situations. Some people stomp and storm, while others retreat and sulk. I'm not saying that these are always the most productive ways of dealing with things, so we probably all have some work to do, but when we're feeling emotionally fired up, we tend to lose sight of the bigger picture, including that our partner may have better intentions than we assume. So things tend to go from bad to worse. Therefore, the solution is to step back from the situation, like maybe the next day when things have cooled off, and take the time to talk and try to figure out what was really going on with both of you. This means letting go of your assumptions about what drives the other person, about why they do what they do or don't do. Even with good intentions, it's easy to make a situation worse if you don't fully understand what's driving the other person's actions. So it's important to take the time to understand the other person, as well as to clarify why you did what you did. This can be especially difficult to do when one person's ADHD is undiagnosed, because it makes those misinterpretations so easy. So whether you're the person with ADHD or the other person, you probably didn't act in the best way because it wasn't a great situation. You were both trying to figure something out that didn't make any sense. So you made the best sense of it that you could, you know, based on what you knew. Now that you know about the ADHD, though, it can be a completely different situation. Now you both have the ability to do things differently and to achieve better outcomes. Don't take the lessons of the past as being set in stone. If you approach other people differently, they may approach you differently. And that's pretty cool because it means that you're not at the mercy of others' preconceived notions. So hopefully that was helpful. Like I said, I'll talk more about relationships next time. Our next episode will be Restore Balance in the Relationship. Every relationship entails struggling to maintain balance. You can use these techniques to bring a little bit more balance and peace and satisfaction to your relationships. I may split this into two episodes since I'll probably have more to say than will fit into one. However, in the meantime, I'm really looking forward to the upcoming Chad Regional Conference in the Virginia suburbs of Washington, D.C., rest in Virginia, on Saturday, May 22nd. This is my old stomping ground, so it'll be great to see everyone again. 
I'll be presenting a session entitled Acceptance is Empowering. They'll have a bunch of great speakers, including Kathleen Nadeau and Patricia Quinn, as well as my friends Jeff Bernstein, Marie Paxson, Sharon Weiss, and a bunch of other great folks. So should be a lot of fun. Hope to see you there. You can get more information at chad.org. That's C-H-A-D-D dot org. Until next time, thanks for lending me your attention.